Hey guys, welcome to the Unveiling Her podcast. This is Joe. Hey, this is Sasha, and welcome back to another fun-filled episode. Ooh, I like that. Fun-filled <laughs> episode. Yes. Yes, we are back, okay? And we are getting ready for Mother's Day. Hey, I feel like Mother's Day every year is like earlier and earlier. Like, I feel like, it, like last year was probably like in May, like late May. Now it's like so early. I thought it was always the first Sunday, the first Sunday in May. No, I might be wrong. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, this is our Mother's Day episode. So, well, like a Mother's Day episode. A Mother's Day special. Yes. Happy Mother's Day Um, in advance to all of the mothers out there and those who are expecting, um, those who have been mothers for forever now and they tired of their kids <laughs> um and we see you we see you in those who are wanting to be mothers uh, i know i desire to be a mom one day yes uh, so shout yeah. out to us as well who yeah. haven't happened yet too but yeah yes we celebrate all the mothers out there and even um those of you who have taken up the role of a mother maybe you're an aunt or you're a friend or you're an older sister yeah. and you have taken up that role um and played and you're playing mother to someone um we see you we celebrate you and this is all this day is all about you and i love that we do have like days like this to honor our parents whether that be through mother's day and father's day because it is hard to raise children okay mm-hmm. it is hard to be a guardian whether that or be a parent and raise children especially in this culture in today's society okay so I guess I could say happy mother's day to me because I'm a school mom (laughs) oh to the teachers yes like for real though like yeah actually happy mother's day to all the teachers out there too because like no a lot of you have to remember, honestly, y'all are like the second moms, like for real, especially like during the school season. In fact, I feel like some, some kids are with their teachers more, spend more time with their teachers than their actual parents, especially because parents might be at work, even when the child comes back home, you know? So yes, a shout out. Somebody probably like y'all dragging it now. (laughs) No, no, literally we are. (laughs) No, shout out to all the teachers for real, because we really do a lot. Honestly, we are the, we are the nurses. We are the, the counselors in the classroom. We are the friends to the students who, and we, some teachers actually do play that role of our mom to some students who literally feel like they don't have a mom at home. And so, or maybe lost their parents. So Yes, we, we really do more than you think. So, yeah, shout out to all the great teachers out there. And, yeah. Yeah. And also, I did want to bring up something. And for those who, you know, Mother's Day or and sometimes Father's Day can definitely be a harder day for some people who have lost um, their mother figures or their moms and things like that. So we see you, too. And. We thank God that, you know, he sticks closer. He is that friend that sticks closer than any brother mm-hmm. and he comforts, he comforts us um, and that he's near to the brokenhearted. So if this is a day that's particularly hard for you, um, we're praying for you and we're praying for mm-hmm. God to comfort you in this season. So, Amen. But yeah, so since it's like a Mother's Day special, we wanted to talk about a specific woman in the Bible who I think 
everyone talks about all the time. And this woman, um, as we can read in the Bible, uh, was a phenomenal woman who took care of her household. Um, I just feel like when I pictured this woman, she was a baddie. Listen, I feel like she had an hourglass shape and like beautiful hair and just a baddie. But um, that wasn't her recognition, though, because even in the Bible, it says that um, beauty fleets. What is it? Beauty is fading, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be saved. Yeah, charm is deceptive and beauty yes. is fleeting, but a woman who praises the Lord is to be praised. Yes. Right. So this woman was a woman of God. And so um, shout out to the Proverbs 31 woman. And on this Mother's Day special, we wanted to talk more about that type of woman. And I know some people are probably like, oh, I'm so tired of hearing about this. Because honestly, <laughs> I felt like that was me at one point. Like, oh, I'm so tired of hearing about the Proverbs 31 woman. Why do I have to be up to this? It's kind of like a standard. It could mm. be like a standard to some people and they feel like they have to measure up to this woman. And so we just want to kind of talk about this because... I feel like this has been like a big topic, especially especially when it comes to dating and marriage and relationships and what a woman is. And so let's talk about it. Let's get into it, because you've said something about women being the prize, like this new thing that's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, it's been it's kind of been trending. A trending topic of lately is, you know, are women the prize, like even within relationships, within marriages and, you know, every time I think about that, it really does take me back to the Proverbs 31 woman and like what God has to say about that type of woman and how that woman is to be praised. So really, if God says that woman is to be praised, I see that that's a prize. You know what I mean? I see that as this type of godly woman um, is is a prize. So, yeah, yeah, it ties in and we'll, we'll get we'll get into it. But, yeah, thinking back to the Proverbs 31 woman. I think it is very daunting for a lot of women because they feel like they have to meet up um, to this specific standard of who this woman was. And I think sometimes people get caught up in all the things that she did, forgetting who she was, forgetting like, okay, like it's not really about all the things that she was able to do. It's really more about her character and it's really more about how she served the Lord, how she was a woman after God's own heart. We talk about David being he was a man after God's own heart, but the Proverbs 31 woman represents a woman who was after God's own heart. So mm-hmm. it's, it's less about all the things that she did. Cause you know, she did a lot, honey. Like she was an entrepreneur. She was the best mom, the best, the best wife. She was feeding the, the homeless, feeding the poor, um, had her own business. She was doing a lot, but I think Proverbs 31, at least the way I see it, is more about her character. It's more about her heart to serve God, to serve her husband and her children and others around her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like how you said that, too, because even like today, like like you said, like she was an entrepreneur. She was, you know, a woman who made sure her household was taken care of. But um even today, like when we look at the women today, like literally, I feel like a lot of women do this. Like literally, they ha- they have already fit into the Proverbs 31 woman. They take care of their household, their business women. They, you know, make sure their husband is taken care of. If they don't, if they're not married, listen, you don't have to be married to be a Proverbs 31 woman. If they're not married, they still make sure, you know, their, their bills are in order or whatever. Bills are paid or whatever. It's just like their life is, is in some type of order but like you said it was all about her character and um her being a woman of god a woman who serves the lord um but let's just get into it because you know i started thinking about the proverbs 31 woman and like i said i feel like especially growing up or just hearing this a lot 
um, when it comes to like topics about dating and all that, like a man like wanting a Proverbs 31 woman, like, are you a Proverbs 31 woman? And I started to think, well, am I? Because listen, I don't cook. <laughs> I don't. Let me just let me just put that out there. I don't enjoy cooking. So maybe this will like take off some of the men that are trying to like pursue me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever won, like, oh, my wife need to cook and she got to oh, be the best she, cook. She's not the one. <laughs> Listen, I'm not the one for you. And that is totally fine with me. And I'm not saying that I, I won't cook. Like, of course, I have to eat. Of course, my family has to eat. I, like, I will cook. But do I enjoy it? Am I passionate about it? No. Um, I actually desire a man who is passionate about that. But if he's not, it, you know, we're going to be learning together. Anyways. So I used to think, like, oh, because I'm, I don't enjoy cooking, that means I'm not a Proverbs 31 woman. And that is so false. And it's just like people have turned this into a whole like, like this big standard, like, oh, okay, you can't do this. And you're not that type of woman that, you know, the Bible says that you should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like, yeah, now that I think about it, people, do people really, okay, I know people still do talk about the Proverbs 31 woman, but I remember like, like my teenage years, like 17, 18, 19, that's when I used to hear it a lot. Like in college a lot. Yes, and in college, like, I want a Proverbs 31 woman. So same, similar with you, where I started feeling like, shut up. Like, I'm tired of hearing. (laughs) Like, do you you even know what that is, boy? Like, (laughs) is your mom mom a Proverbs 31 woman? Let's start there. Let me stop. Let me stop. I'm coming. I'm coming for this is a mother day special remember remember our last episode about (laughs) about our tongue (laughs) (laughs) let me scale it back down but no like I used to just think like all these men that are wanting Proverbs 31 women like can you even handle a Proverbs 31 woman like can you can like are you even fit like are you a husband fit to like lead a Proverbs 31 woman because the bible talks about how people say call her husband blessed because of her duties so it's like sometimes exactly. men they don't like that ego they they don't I mean they have that ego like they don't want the woman to have more shine or yeah. you know and that just all comes from insecurity so I like how you said could you handle what you want yes a hundred percent because sometimes you can think you want something but you ain't ready you, for it yeah you're not ready for it and when you get what you want you, you don't realize all the all the additional baggage that comes with that right and so yeah, it was really a big topic, but I do like how you you talked about how it's just such a standard and people, like I said, people get so caught up with all the things that the Proverbs woman, the Proverbs 31 woman did that it now becomes like a checklist. Like I'm just trying to check off like, okay, yeah, yes. like you just going line by line. Like, okay, she gives to the needy. I give to the homeless. She gives, she does this. Mm-hmm. I do this too. And that you miss the point if you're reading it and you're trying and you're, if you're reading the Proverbs 31 scripture and you think that it's for you to check off tasks on a checklist, you have missed the point and you have missed the point of what the Proverbs 31 woman represents. Because at the end of the day, it's really about her character. It's not about what she does. I, I feel like I keep saying this because that is why so many people feel like this is such a daunting a daunting task to live up to as a woman. Like thinking like, I can't live up to this. I can't, I can't do everything this Proverbs 31 woman did, but it's not about that. It's about her character. And think about it. If you even think about it, do you know that Proverbs 31 woman doesn't even really exist? I just learned that like two days ago. Mm. The Proverbs 31 woman is not like, I used to think that the Proverbs 31 woman was like an actual woman mm-hmm. back in back in these days that actually existed. Actually, the Proverbs, when you read that, this is 
I think his name was King Lemuel. I think that's how you say it. But Mm -hmm. pretty much it's his mom telling him like, just telling him some wise things to to look out for. So he's a new king and the mom is like, don't follow after woman, woman will be your ruin. And he's telling him not to drink. And then he tells him like, this is the type of woman you should look for. And then that goes into the, the, you know, the passage of the Proverbs 31 woman that we know today. But it wasn't like it was an actual woman that existed. These are just traits and characteristics that the mom said, look out for this type of woman. This is the type of woman that you should wife. Right. So I, I just thought that that was so crazy because I always used to think that this was like a legit woman who we just, just never got in a name. Right. But God saw it fit to include her in the Bible. But I didn't know that the woman never even existed. It was just based on her, based on these type of characteristics, this is the type of woman that you should look for. These are the type of characteristics you should look for in a wife. Yeah, it's cool that you brought that up because I've even heard like um, people who like study the Bible even say that King Lemuel was actually King Solomon. Like there's different studies about, because you know, King Solomon wrote like, some of Proverbs. And so people thought that he was actually that. And, you know, King Solomon's mother was Bathsheba. So they were saying like how this would be like Bathsheba telling King Solomon about, you know, that, and maybe they don't know exactly, no one knows exactly who King Lemuel is, but they just had studies or thoughts about like, it probably could be King Solomon and his mother. He's telling the vice of his mother, which was Bathsheba. And we know in the Bible, what Bathsheba did, you know, Bathsheba was the one who David, you know, messed around with when she was, and she had an affair or whatever. So, um, like you said, like, it's not a specific woman. It's just some certain qualities to have in a woman. And so I even used to think like, while reading this, like, honestly, this is what I want to be with, with God. Like when it talks about specifically in Proverbs 31, um, let me see, I believe it's, uh, 11 and it says her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value i used to be like i want god to feel that way about me mm-hmm. like i want him to be able to trust me and and you know in certain things or areas like in my life or what he's calling me calling me to do and he's able to have confidence like okay that's my daughter like she is able to do that so i started to kind of put myself in that view like as far as a proverbs 31 woman when it comes to the lord not specifically a a man just like okay i want god to feel this way about me Mm, that's so good I, I don't think I've ever read it um with that perspective before but that really is so good like mm-hmm. I love that I love that that's when you read it that that's what comes to your mind um something else I did want to talk about because you brought it up earlier and you said that to be a Proverbs you don't have to get, be married to be a Proverbs 31 woman mm-hmm. so what does how can for those of us that are single how can we how can we um, be Proverbs 31 woman? Like what type of characteristics or what type of traits do we, do we need to have to be a Proverbs 31 woman, even in our singleness? Mm-hmm. I would say kind of like what you said uh, before, it's all about your character more than exactly what you do. Um, so for me, the first thing definitely was, is the Lord like, are you a servant of the Lord? Like, is the Lord your awe? And we can see that the Proverbs 31 woman couldn't do any of that, you know, without, without Jesus. And so, um, like it says, a woman who fears the Lord, I feel like if you fear the Lord, first of all, (laughs) it deserves praise. So that, that kind of helps you to become that type of woman anyways. Um, and then, you know, we start seeing about how she, 
does these noble things like take her of her household and you know when it talks about like she um i think it's like something about like linen or she makes wool like some women don't know how to sew but that doesn't mean that you're not a proverbs 31 woman so it's like whatever whatever i feel like to me it's like whatever you're doing that's in your lane that what god has called you to do and you're doing it well Listen, you're a Proverbs 31 woman. So you right now in school, you're working on your doctorate. You are a Proverbs 31 woman. You fear the Lord. You are making sure you're doing everything that you're doing with excellence. If you're a teacher or whatever it may be in certain relationships, you're um, having healthy relationships and conversations with people that God has placed in your life. I feel like all of that is becoming that type of woman you know and it's it's not just this surface level oh I can cook oh I can clean oh I'm gonna give you ten dollars to the guy on the street like no it's more than that it's really having a genuine and fearful of the Lord heart like I feel like that's what it is and just faithfulness so mm-hmm. yeah amen that was good because yeah, I really feel like a lot of us already this type of woman we just don't see it because we're, we're trying to you know come to this standard that is non-existent yes <laughs> I I agree with you I believe that God has created us all to be the proverb. As if you are a woman, God has created you to be the Proverbs 31 woman. Mm-hmm. Now, do we always express that with our actions and our character? No, you know, I can be honest there. However, I do believe we have all been created to be the Proverbs 31 woman. And I, I love how you talked about, it's really about the fear of the Lord at the end of the day. Like that is, that is number one. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like for us as men, and no wonder, like the Lord talks about how, he's not, he's not concerned about appearances. Like, what does it say? Like, um, God looks at the heart. It's a man that looks at like appearances and things like that. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes you can get caught up with trying to, you know, check everything off the Proverbs 31 checklist and doing like, like you said, I give $10 to the homeless. I do this, I do that. And you get so caught up with like the duty of it, the appearance of it, but that's, God doesn't care about that. He's more concerned with your heart. He's more concerned about the intention behind it. And is it like, are you doing this out of fear of the Lord? Are you doing this to honor me? Or are you doing this to keep up with a certain perception that you have of yourself or a certain perception that you want others to have of you? So yeah, it's really about the fear of the Lord. And when you were talking about that, I was like, okay, what does the fear of the Lord even really mean? Like, cause to me, I used to hear that growing up a whole lot. The beginning, what scripture was it where it talks about like the beginning of wisdom, the yeah. fear of the Lord is Proverbs. the beginning of wisdom. Right. Um, it's probably somewhere in Proverbs too, but yeah. I used to hear that a lot growing up. And for me, I, as a child, I used to think that, am I supposed to be afraid of God? Is that what, is that what the fear of the Lord even means? And it's not up until recently, well, not recently, but of recently, <laughs> I I've really tried to understand what does it mean to have the fear of the Lord, and I think for me, having the fear of the Lord means to just be in like, just having reverence of who God is and yes. understanding that He is sovereign, like He yes. is He is supreme, like He is He really is the Alpha and Omega, like there's no there's no one bigger than God. Like it's me understanding that he is sovereign and I have to submit to, to that sovereignty of who he is. And it puts you in a place of like just reverence and just being in awe of who God is. And I believe that that is what it means to have the fear of the Lord, to submit, you know, to not try to control things on your own, to not try to play the, not try to be the God of your own life, but understanding like, no, there is a God that he is in control. He is sovereign and I'm meant to submit to him and submitting to that. I think it's about submitting at the end of the day. That's what it really truly means to have the fear of the Lord. So, um, yeah, I I think 
Yeah, I agree. I think I was going to say like fear of the Lord is honoring him. And I think our generation or just our world in general lacks that. Like it really, it makes me want to cry sometimes. Like it bothers me that I feel like there's a lack of honor towards God and towards people. But of course, if we don't um, honor God, we're not going to honor each other. And so it's like people don't respect God anymore. Like people Mm -hmm. don't admire or, you know, like you said, rever him anymore. And that's our problem. That's our issue. And so fearing of the Lord is having that honor towards him, having that, you know, that, like you said, that reverence, admiring and respecting who he really is and mm-hmm. we've just become so comfortable nowadays yes. you know just with his presence or just with who he is like he's not us like he's not us no, he deserves way more honor and respect that we get than we um give him like he mm-hmm. deserves more of that and so yeah i think that's what you know that's what it means too yeah i totally agree i feel like sometimes in our culture like it's like we remember Cause you know, they say Jesus is God in human form. And I think that in our attempt to relate so much to Jesus and being God in human form that we forget, we forget how big he is, that we forget who he is, that we forget, like we are, God is not a man. Okay. Like he is not, he is not like, he's really not like man. Like he is, he is bigger. He is so big. Like he really is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And like, he truly is bigger, like, and that the fact that he has created all things, like everything that we see, I think what the, one thing that bothers me so much is when people give even more credit to the universe. When I hear stuff like that, like, oh, oh my God, like it just, it's, it goes. I'll be like, so who long. created the universe? That's yes. what you need to be worshiping. It, Ooh, listen. Yes. But it just goes back to show that people don't have the fear of the Lord for the fact that you right. can put the universe above the God that created it. Listen. The universe is big. Don't get me wrong, but the universe too has to bow. Like the universe bows to somebody, and that even person, the whole mother nature type thing. Yes, and that person is God. So it's just it really goes back to like the fear of the Lord, and like that is the heart of the Proverbs thirty one woman. Like she honors God. She she's in yeah. awe of the Lord. She reverences Him. Like that's what it means to. That's the first step, and that's how we as like even within our singleness, this is how we can honor God. This is how we can walk similarly and in line with the Proverbs 31 woman. Amen. Listen, we love you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> but I wish we could just stop and have a praise break. No, let, <laughs> let's do it. Like, no, yeah, God is, <laughs> uh, listen, the Lord is, let me turn on some shouting music now for real. Um, Lord, we just thank you, God. Seriously, Lord, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, God, for all that you are to us, God. We thank you, Father, that even in our, our midst of, um, being disobedient or in our midst of not being aware or truly giving you the praise that you deserve. Thank you, Lord, that you still are gracious and patient with us. Thank you, Lord, that you love us, God. Thank you, Jesus, just for your life. Thank you, Lord, for um, taking our sins, Lord, and nailing to the, nailing them to the cross and then rising again. And, and now you're seated at the throne of on the right hand of God. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for just choosing us as your people. Lord, we thank you. We give you the honor and the glory that you deserve thank you for carrying us through another week um for another episode god we just lord we just thank you we thank you jesus and so yeah lord you are and you're worthy you are so worthy of our praise you're worthy you're worthy um you deserve all the admiration you deserve all the honor lord 
we just, we really, I'm just in awe. Like even just talking about it again and just thank you for this moment of just reminding us, reminding us of who you are, of who you really are, of how big you are, of how great you are, Lord. And we're sorry for those times that we forget or that we dwindle who you are, Lord, but we just honor you and we thank you, Lord. Um, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Listen, he is deserving. You deserve it. I want to go to he's, church. Now. I know. And he's, well, you about to go to church. <laughs> and he is worthy. Like we sing that, we sing that song so many times at church, like worthy is your yeah. name, but Ooh. he really is worthy. Like he's worthy to be praised. Like <sighs> it's more than just a song. Literally it's mm-hmm. our life. It's what we have to do. That's what worship is. And it shouldn't just be on a Sunday. It shouldn't just be, you know, on Wednesday night Bible study, but it's literally you have to live it Monday through Sunday. Like literally it's like worthy is his name. Mm-hmm. We have to worship. We have to live a life that worship and honors God too, because some people aren't, let's be honest. Some people are not going to know who he is. And so they're only going to find, they're not going to go to church. They, they are going to literally look at our lives and see if God is uh, evident in our lives, if we if they can see him in us. And so it's important to also um, to be that, to be that um, where God is able to feel our lives, where his presence can literally be with us and people can see that as well. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. And yeah, and just bringing it back to the Proverbs 31 woman, no wonder the, the Bible says that this type of woman who fears the Lord, who really fears the Lord is to be praised. Like charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. These things will pass. Like if you're a guy out there and you're just looking for the baddest, the baddest girl or the bang with the banging body and the best face, like those two, those things too will pass. Sorry. There's going to become a time where she too will become old and gray, but it's it's her it's her reverence for the lord it's her character it's her love for the lord that that remains and that is that's the true prize at the end of the day so even bringing it back to our woman the prize like the bible says this type of woman this type of godly woman is a prize because this type of woman not only honors the lord but she brings honor to her family as well she brings honor to her children so at, at the end of the day, it, it comes back to even just honor to me. Like I pray my husband sees me as the prize just as much as I see him as the prize. Like, obviously, even though we're talking about the Proverbs 31 woman specifically today, the fear of the Lord is something that we should all have as believers, man or woman. So I hope that my husband is this type of man as well that really fears the Lord. And, you know, I'm able to submit to and, and, and a man that you know, leads and and is an example, right? Just as Christ and loves me just as Christ loved the church. But, but yeah, we are the prize. Long story short. <laughs> Amen. And listen, the Bible talks about he who finds this wife finds a good thing in obtains favor from the Lord. Period. So we are walking favor, period, as women. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, like our, our women, the prize. And now, like I said, like it's the, the men are prizes too, but it's like, the I've heard it today too. Um, this pastor said that Christianity is the only like religion where it actually respects and honors women. Like certain religions, they don't they don't value women. They don't think women are superior or more superior than a man or whatever. So it's like Christianity, like because of the Bible, you know, even uh, the the Word of God talks about wisdom and it calls it a she. You know, so it's like wisdom is. I'm not going to say like wisdom is a woman, but it's like wisdom is. Yeah, like, it is. God honors. Like, yeah, yeah. as a woman, God honors, honors women in men. He, he yeah. honors us as his children, as, you know, humanity. And so he, 
yeah, women are the prize. <laughs> and we are favor. So, yeah, that's that shouldn't even be a question. But yeah. anyway, so since we're talking about Mother's Day, like a Mother's Day special, I do want to hear like at least one thing from you um, on what qualities of your mother um, that you feel like you've kind of you have as well or you admired the most about your mom. Mm, that's good. Um, I would say. <clears throat> I'm going to quote Proverbs 31, 25, where it talks about she is clothed with strength and dignity. Mm. I think that my mother embodies strength to the utmost. Like my mom is a strong woman. And I know everyone says that about their mom, but I truthfully believe that, you know, I've gotten my strength. I've, I've taken my strength from my mother and just watching her. And she's, and I won't lie, you know, that strength, because I feel like a good thing, anything that God gives you, (laughs) the way you steward over it, the way you handle it, like you can use it for good, or, you know, sometimes you cannot use it for good. And while Mm -hmm. I've seen the strength not always demonstrated necessarily in the, in the best way, sometimes I will definitely say that that is a gift that God has given my mom, her strength. And I just love how I just love her, how she's such a, a woman that like will go after what she wants. I've learned that from her. I've drawn that from her. Um, even irrespective of whether you're married with four kids in a new country, like I watched my mom build her way up, like being in a new country with four children, small children at that and become like the woman she is today. And I just, I love my mom's resilience at the end of the day. I love her strength. I love her resilience. I love that she's someone that's able to, um, even stay in a tough thing. Like my mom is the type of person that like can stay in a tough thing because just because God said I needed to stay here, even when everyone else is leaving, even when everyone else is advising her, like you need to, this circumstance is too big. Like it's too great. Like my mom will tough it out simply because God told me to stay here and I'm, and I'm just going to trust on him alone and not, you know, and not waver based on what everyone else is doing. And most importantly, I thank God for, I thank God for the fact that my mom was, is a believer. I think that's number one. I think that, you know, through my mom's faith and just obviously now I do have my own personal relationship with God, but as a child witnessing my mom, the way my mom prayed and the mom, the way my mom believed in God, the way my mom went to war in prayer and just like really trusted the Lord, you know, as a child, it made me wonder like, okay, who is this God that she keeps praying to? Like, I want to know more of who he is too. And, you know, just, I think the the greatest gift is just having a mom that will pray for you, a mom that, you know, believes in the Lord who you can, you can emulate in that way. So I just, yeah, I thank God for for those characteristics in my mom. Mm -hmm. Sasha's mom, Mrs. Otaga. Oh, and support. I will say my mom supports me. Okay. She, she be supporting me. I I hope she's listening to this episode. She not. (laughs) She, what if she, listen, send it to her and tell her, you have to listen to it. Whatever time we talk. talk No, I'm just going to tell her this on Mother's Day. Oh, how sweet. That is beautiful. Amen. Listen, I see kind of going off what you said. I want to talk about in Proverbs 13, 31, 13 for my mom. Um, it says she seeks out wool and linen with care and works with willing hands. She is like merchant ships. She brings her food from far away. She wakes up while it is still dark and gives food to her family. And so this just reminds me of my mom, like growing up, like 
having four children, I still cannot even fathom having four kids and being a single mother. And literally, we have never been without, you know, without a meal or whatever. So it's like my mom always made sure. I remember her working at night and my grandma would watch us. And like, it was like she was always working because she wanted to provide for her family. Like, I can't even imagine. Listen, I can't even imagine right now being single and still keeping up everything, but just having four kids and doing it on your own and having two boys and raising them up to be men of God. Listen, that is just amazing. None of us have ever gotten to big trouble or anything like that. So it's just like shout out to my mom for for being that type of woman who made sure her children had food, made sure we had clothes, even if the lights were off or the water was off. Listen, she always made a way for us to, you know, have something, whether it was going through going to family um, for help or whatever. But it was like my mom, I've literally... <laughs> Oh, this makes me want to cry because I literally remember times where I used to like pray to God, like, Lord, okay, like, please uh, let our lights come back on. And I just remember just the stress and seeing my mom stressed out really stressed me out. And I didn't show it, but I would just go up to my room and just pray to God, like, Lord, make a way. And so I just thank him for my mom for just allowing her to not give up on us. And Mm. so, man, that's, yeah, shout out to to her for just allowing God to really strengthen her to provide and make a way. Yeah, shout out to Jonique's mom. I really like your mom because your mom's really sweet. <laughs> I really like your mom. No, she is sweet. Oh, yeah. are you crying? Don't cry, friend. Well, it kind of went back up. The tears went back up. <laughs> no, but I think one thing I do love about your mom is she's so she she genuinely has a sweet nature about her. Like mm-hmm. genuinely. Yeah. Like it's very evident that that's just her nature and her character. So we honor you, Jonique's mama, if you listen to this. <laughs> Thanks for um birthing Jonique um and birthing a good friend. Birthing the queen, period. No, I'm just kidding. Proverbs 31 woman, okay. So yes. Oh, and I also want to take this time to shout out my auntie as well. Um yes, my aunt is my second mom. Um, she has been a mother to me in this country, and I cannot like I can't even think about Mother's Day without thinking about my aunt too. So shout out to you for just, for just being you and just taking on, you know, your sister's children and taking care of us as though we, we are your own. And so, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the aunts, the grandmas. Listen, I love my grandmama. I love my aunts. I love my even spiritual mothers. Mm, Um, Lady Lauren, shout out to you. Our mentors, like all of that. Like, listen, even sisters, big sisters who are like moms. Yes, who are like moms. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Y'all take on the powerful roles. Shout out to just all women. All women. (laughs) This is women women (laughs) in history all over again. Women in power. Oh, yeah. All women. We, yeah, we are the prize. And I'm not saying, like, to as far as, like, we are the prize and men are not. Like, I'm not saying that. But, like, literally, we are special. We are special. That's why God created us. Listen, the Lord looked at Adam and said, "Uh uh-uh, something ain't right. And Mm -hmm. so he made a woman. And so... Yeah, we God has God was very strategic when he put women on this earth. Yes, a hundred percent. So yes, thank you all for listening and tuning in as always. Um, I hope that even though today not might not necessarily be Mother's Day, I hope that you show love to those who have played the role of mother in your life um, on this Mother's Day. And yes, we thank you so much for your support. Um, follow us on Instagram at unveiling her podcast email us let's keep the conversation going comment what you love the most about your mom or what your mom has taught you um in your years so yes 
We need to play like Dear Mama by Tupac. That song make everybody cry. No, don't. It don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not make everybody cry. No, but yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.